Dave Acorda Grail is Fortigate Sports Night on Scarab Fake News Radio. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome once again to Sports Night Hall here on Scarab Fake News Radio in association with Derek Credit Union on 88.3 FM and 92.7 FM. And on today's show, joined as always by Corpus Interpact McNamara. Our guests are Bo Dykeman, Shauna Hodderton, Broadman, Danny Chaplin, as we talk about the upcoming All Ireland minor final on Sunday in Tullus between Clare and Galway. First of all, Pat, what a weekend do we have in store at All Ireland minor final? You know, first time being in the minor final for a while. We haven't won the All Ireland minor final since 1997, long time ago. To be, to be nice to end that drought. Well, to show you, I've been for a, a county that I suppose we take our holding very seriously, or maybe seen as a serious holding county. To be, you know, have so few All Ireland minor titles, or <coughs> even to be in the position to win one, is very, very rare indeed. And uh, look at it's a fantastic place to be. Uh, and, and, suppose a, uh, and suppose it's part of a great year in terms of doing the 20s as well after having a few slack years at, at underage um, this minor team I think has captured the imagination of the, the clear public even the very first night they were up below Shannon on a horrible winter's night there what was it, two or three months ago um, huge crowd there and uh, since then I think they've grown in, in confidence and you know the results have been excellent uh, great displays all around uh, obviously at under 17 you have you know, that level you're going to have nervy, nervy moments in a game when, you, when people show a lack of experience and that. But overall, I think they've, they've, they've dug out good, good wins and, uh, again, they've captured the hearts of the people, I think. But um, it's an all-Ireland final now and they're there to be won and going down for any other reason not to win. Without winning, it waste of time. This has to be won now, I think. And uh, up against a serious team in Galway, Galway's record at minor is unbelievable. The record of bringing minors through to senior is terrible, but the record of winning minors is, is serious. And... Uh, uh, look, it's great to be there. What well, I said, it's no good being there for can't win it. And I, I'm sure Brian, Brian, uh, <coughs> Brian O'Connell and his charges have no other intention tomorrow when he's going to win the game. But it's fantastic to be there. It's, it's all too rare, and I think it's very important for Clare point of view to get back to you know being competitive at that level again. Denny, you were involved with the first Clare minor team that ever uh, brought silverware to, to the county a few years ago, 1981. Yeah, <laughs> you know, long time ago. That great day when you defeated Tipperary down in St. Stadium. Yeah, um, it's a long time ago, but you know, at that time, All Ireland semi final and final was in Crow Park. It was a huge occasion for us as young lads, being the first Clare minor team going to Dublin and All Ireland semi final. You could say <coughs> maybe the, the day got to us a bit on the day we lost out by five points to what turned out to be one of the best Galway teams ever. You know, so many of them went down and won senior All Irelands afterwards, but so be it. But yeah, and. The sad thing about it is, I suppose, we went from 1981 to 1989 before we got a team back there again. And then from 89, <coughs> was it to 2011 before we were back in, in Crow Park and all that be final. So as Pat said, it's rare enough that we get get through and it, it's even rarer that we win these um, titles, you know, so... Tomorrow is a huge, huge occasion for, <coughs> for the Clare Miners, for Clare General, for Clare Holland in general, underage Holland. Uh, um, there's no doubt this team has made huge strides. I mean, it's not so long ago now since we were um, in, in nearly in depression uh, after a serious, serious beating. <coughs> you know, we've we mentioned it a few times during the year how far we have come at, at minor level in the two years since that beating the Cork. But you know, this this team, I, I mean, every day they go out, they, they seem to improve. Uh, I, I, I think we have some real stars of the future in this team. It, there's no day that, that four or five of them are not in contention for man of the match every day they go out. Um, 
and and then we have some serious serious talent in 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 Owen Gunning, um, young Hagerty centre back, Michael Collins, probably three of the top minors in the country. Now, they're really up against it, I suppose, uh, tomorrow in that. We have a team of Jung Nyland, Rabbit, Galway, as, as always, as Pat said there, they always produce great minor teams. So, you know, it's a great, it's a great day. Weather is brilliant. <coughs> Hopefully, the fact that it's on at one, one o'clock, we might have the game played before the hottest of weather, which will suit all the young fellas, you know. Um, but it's a seriously, seriously big occasion for these lads. And just the one hope I have and the one hope, you know, as a Clare supporter, is that the occasion doesn't get them. But I'm sure that Bach and all these lads in his backroom team, that's what they'll be working on, just getting them out there to give a repeat performance of their semi-final or any of the performances this year. You know, and as I said... They seem to have improved game on game, so if we can improve another bit, I think we're we're in with a great chance. And a proud day for Bradford, uh, Bradford club, the captain of the team, as you mentioned already, on going one of the stars of the present and definitely one of the stars of the future. But a proud moment for Bradford Hurling Club. Absolutely, you know, it's probably it's never happened in the history of Bradford when we have a captain in All Ireland final. You know, it's it's a massive, massive thing. The whole parish is. He's gone up. There's a video <coughs> up online. I don't know if people see it. Where Owen came to the school last Friday. And there was hundreds and hundreds. Every every kid was there, but there was there was parents, there was adults, and all there. And you know, it's, it's a big occasion. There's bunting up in the village. There's there's signs up and all. So yeah, it's it's a huge occasion for Bradford. And I suppose everybody everybody in the place is actually going down tomorrow. So you know, we we always had a good couple of lunatics following Clare everywhere, but the, the, the lunatics have grown this year. You know. But Sean, you well know about that Ireland final. You were a member of the selection committee to, to bring the one and only uh, minor title to the county. And what a day that was in 97 in Crow Park. It set the stone for the day with beating Tipperary later on in, in the senior. But a lot of these minor games have been played at smaller crowds for obvious reasons. You know, try to take away the this big match or whatever. In case you, you got to young fellas and now we're pitting down to simple statement tomorrow where it's going to be close enough to a full house especially with the under 20 final on between Cock and Offaly after but look 1997 seems a long time ago Sean but it would be great as I said earlier on to, to, to bring the title home and, and, and finish that throat yeah absolutely Leo um, to, you know we, we the, I, I, I think of all teams you know that you know they have really improved. You know from from the very first day, Jenny says blown Shannon, or an awful evening. The, the team has matured. It has progressed. It has you know uh, one even it's 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 we'll say a cornerback or or you know it's a centre back or it's a full forward that takes the limelight. But now they they all seem to gel in together, and there's there's no performances coming through uh, from from the very word go. It started, as you say, down in Shannon, but the team has matured really well now, and I, I think they're going in with a great chance, um, albeit Galway is supposed to be a very good team. But I, 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 from what I hear from the Galway camp, you know, they, they are depending very much on a few top-class forwards. Yeah. And, with, you know, <coughs> I, I'm sure the, the management, the experienced management that, that are there now with Donald Maloney and Bach and, and, and um, you know, the, the, all those lads w- w- will have studied uh, that Galway team and they have, they'll have they have earmarked particular, you know, individuals to mark particular players. So I, I'm very hopeful that, you know, we can go on and, and win our second title on Sunday. 
Sean, look, we did miss last year, and uh, look, they've met a few times in challenges. But obviously, with Galway, you can't go with Galway in these challenges. They, they never seen the proud of full teams. It's always a kind of a, a mixture. But they met down in Etonai last year in the the quarter final stage or that playoff stage, and you know Galway gave them a good three men. I know Clare came off the the, the the defeat, the unlucky defeat after penalties in the Munster final. That those games will have no relevance or form. Everything goes no. out the window, Sean. No, no, no. That's totally forgotten about. And I think Clare came in on the, you know, for that game on the back, as you say, of of the monster final. And I think they were, they were really down. It was very hard to get them up in a short space of time, you know, to for such a big game. Galway were waiting in the long grasses as well. And, and you know, that particular day, Galway were very good. All right, there's no doubt about that. But I, I think you know you can forget about that. You <coughs> know, we, we're talking on 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 a once-off game. Uh, you know it's clear against Galway and I think our record is very good you know I, I think in terms of you know performances I, I think backroom about I think I think everything all the work has been done with, with that particular clear outfit S&C you know if I just met, like, like to mention particularly like Don Maloney and Ger O'Connell and you know people that have put the structure together for the past three or four years um, you know and some people a lot of people are working behind the scenes quietly and but there is an excellent structure there at underage level and development squad level but the important thing is that we cannot keep our t- take our eye off the ball because if we do that we'd slip now we're going very well this year you know it, is, it isn't too long ago since we were uh, you know we hate mentioned it getting 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 badly beaten by cork but now we're kind of on the crest of the wave but we need to win a title that's the important thing is have, you have to have silverware you have to bring home silverware you know on Sunday evening because and the amazing thing about it is you know the under 20 at under 20 level and under 21 level our record is very good playing in finals you know if you if you go back to the, the great you know year of 12, 13 and 14 and you know winning, winning titles winning monster, monster championships but at minor level we seem to have you know we only managed to get over the one in 97 you know just and we you know some people could say we, we only won it by three pints but three pints was three pints and, and we, we had on the back of beating the Kilkenny team and beating uh, having yeah. lost the monster final by the great Donald Shelley, you know, he's got yeah. two, two goals in the nine minutes. And, you know, I think that, that probably hurt uh, the management team and the team itself. And I think it was probably the kick up the backside that we needed. And <coughs> I, I think as a result of that, you know, we, we learned from it and we, we, we went into, got a handy draw probably against Antrim yeah. above in Clonus and won by five or six points. And then we got Kilkenny, you know, and then moved on to Galway. But Galway and Kilkenny were, were really strong teams and, you know, we we I suppose we probably should mention one thing. Minor now is at under seventeen, and it's it's supposed to be development, development only, uh, right up to nineteen. Now they're saying you sh- we should keep keep uh, keep a development. But in 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 two thousand and and uh, in nineteen ninety seven, I'll tell you there was no mention of development when you when you when you went to Croke Park and there were eighteen year olds. And I still think at under seventeen level on Sunday there won't be much mention of development in in Torles when we play Galway. And, and Sean, obviously our record in our finals against Galway is perfect. You know, one, yeah. one out of one, you can't get any better than that. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, yeah. thinking back to that day, Sean, you know, were you confident of beating Galway on that day? You know, you, you, would, you would have known the circuit well enough and you, you had seen Galway, Galway and Kilkenny were strong teams. 
Okay, but Tipperary had got knocked out. I, I think. I think. I think the fact that we were able to beat a Kilkenny team, you know, you know, team, uh, you know, so afterwards it transpired, you know, the likes of, um, you know, Shefflin was playing. Yeah. Uh, Jesus, we had, uh, we had, we had. I think you, you had, um, you had three or four team. Yeah. That team that you know went on to win. There were the rocks. Se- seven, yeah. seven and eight All Irelands, yeah. yeah. and. Um, I think the fact that we got over that that challenge, you know, it was really competitive game against Kilkenny. We barely scored, but I think by about three three points. But I think we, on the back of that, we went into the Galway game w- w- with a lot of confidence, and the team had actually really really picked up in terms of of uh, fitness. I think we learned from the Munster final that we were maybe short a bit on fitness. Maybe got caught in the last ten minutes of the Munster final. We certainly weren't going to get caught again, and we made sure going into that final, everyone was there uh, on an even keel and we knew what was going to ahead of us and I think we were fairly confident going into it Pat Sean made the point there about it's under 17 now as we all know and that there'll be nothing <coughs> spared down there are you in favour of this minor championship uh, playing at under 17 as Sean said still in terms of development well I wasn't I'd be totally against it one time for a long time but now I see that it's under 17s nowadays but all the S&C they're as big and as strong looking as the 18s were five or six, six or ten years ago. They have, you know, they have now this physicality and they're, they that seem to be getting stronger or bigger every year and I suppose they are getting the best of attention. But in general, I, I still think minor seems more natural than 18. I think I think even the even numbers, uh, 18 and 21, I think, well, 21 is only even, obviously, but I prefer the traditional way. Uh, I think, do you know, under 17, you've allowed a 16. 16 is He's very, young. very young. You know, yeah. that was just sixteen. Like, is, is a young? He fella. might be only fifteen. Yeah, yeah. and just call minor. You could be only fifteen if he's good enough. So, um, no, I, I'd be in favour of the eighteen. I still think it's officially it was the right age. I know there was talks of <coughs> all this thing of the leaving cert and all that, but I mean that didn't prevent people from competing hard as minor for the last forty or fifty or sixty years before that. So uh, you could get around it, and I mean a lot of lads I think postpone leaving certs if they had to in lots of time in an all and minor or a Munster minor. But I prefer the 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 the, the, um, the older age group. However, as I said at the beginning, I think looking at these under 17s now, the conditioning on them, and particularly in Clare, which was an issue for us, our conditioning wasn't be good, and we were very weak and weedy looking off and going out against the other the other top counties. I just think this team has developed. Danny and Sean both said both in hurling terms and maturity but also in terms of physicality and they were able to compete and uh, they're good mostly big strong lads and in fact that's one of the strengths of the team that apart from the hurling they have those lads able to win ball high ball low ball they're able to take a, take a knock they're able to cr- take a tackle and I think they're a good strong physical team but, and the hurling obviously is good as we in the Ireland final without having the hurling pretty good but um, <clears throat> I was just thinking back there to you know Sean's team there <clears throat> Looking back to there during the week, and again, Sean had a programme there from the day, it was nice to see. But uh, so, with those lads, you know, went on to become well known. You know, Gerald Connolly in goals, you know, Kenneth Kennedy won an All Ireland Club medal, as did uh, Colin Mullen, another superstar at the time. Garrod Constantine, brilliant holder he was. Chip Office, Patrick, doesn't Patrick Baroni, of course, had a great career with Scarif as well, and and uh, so many other Donald Madden. So, all those names, Brian McMahon, Bino, two, two Brian McMahons, Bino, John Redden, uh, of course, the captain from the bridge, yeah. All those lads went on to become kind of household names in Clare Hurling and uh, a few of the subs as well. So these are the kind of things you're looking at. So, you know, I'll be hoping though tomorrow that there's maybe seven or eight names on that list tomorrow who will want to have top-class careers with their clubs and indeed with Clare. That's when 2011 and senior 11. And that's, that's it. You can combine the development with winning a trophy, but um, it's always better to win the trophy as part of your development as well. 
And Denny, as Sean said, it's important to win the trophy. And I think maybe the monkey was off the back <coughs> after the Munster final. You know, it was great that night to you know to, to bring home the cup. And at least you know, last year it was heartbreaking side in the that night. A penalty shoot. I don't agree with it in, in, in hurling terms anyway. But it was great to get that monkey off the back and at least have some silverware yeah, before they move into that. Absolutely, but like you know, over the years. I think Claire's problem hasn't been winning silverware. It's actually getting to the finals. You know, it's actually we've lost uh, in the couple of Munster titles we actually won. In in the minor we lost eighty one. We lost the semi final eighty nine. They got to the final. That's the only one we lost. I think one ninety seven, and we lost. Was it two other semi finals? Yeah, ten and a, ten. ten, ten we lost one to yeah. Dublin, and, and you know. But what I'm saying is, Gal- no Galway. We, Galway. Remember, Tony Kelly hit the bar uh, yeah, portion of the long yeah, range three. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? When we get to the finals, be it a Munster final or be it uh, an All Ireland final, we generally play well. Uh, Clare's whole cup isn't the finals, and I, I've no doubt that tomorrow will be no different. We will play well in the final. We the monkey off the back, as you say. <coughs> I, I actually believe the monkey is the semi finals, and it's the game nobody wants to lose, mm-hmm. and it's probably the hardest game of, in any competition at any age group. It's the one that's the hardest one to win, you know. Um, I I think we have been full value for every game we went out in this year. Even the the, the night the last uh, to Limerick, you know, a the, soft goal, and yeah. and we were chasing it for the whole game. But mm-hmm. Limerick never got away from Clare. There was still only a puck of the ball in it at the end of the day. Turned around the following week, we don't give a savage performance against Cork, um, you know, and and. I, I just believe that this team, as as Pat, I think, said, as Pat said, that the, the maturity they've shown is, is unbelievable and it has improved every day they go out. And, you know, I've met Owen and I've met a couple of the other young lads and it's just like talking to, it's like talking to grown men and, you know, getting back to the point about 17s and, and all this thing. I, I, I just don't understand it. I think it is a Dublin-based decision because, and it is, I don't know, is it particularly even certain, which should just some of these lads don't believe in certain. You know, there's two or three the Clare team, and I'm sure there's two or three the Galway team doing the leaving cert. It was never a problem before, and it's still not a problem. So uh, I do believe minor should be 18, but mm-hmm. uh, they, they, does that extra bit of strength, does that extra bit of maturity, Surely, yeah. you know, but having said that, we're 17 this year and we're, we're 110% behind them tomorrow, and, you know... This transition your Sean has been a great advert for lads to, to stay on another year in, in school by you know they and obviously the school age at senior has gone to nineteen. So they're getting the next year hurling there yeah. as well. So in terms of development, that's what working out. But yeah. Sean, it would be great to you know, to beat Galway tomorrow. But the, as we said, the team has improved from the night against Shannon. Okay, they got defeated by Limerick, but they turned that around and you know, maybe that night again, Limerick inside the park, maybe fell asleep for a bit towards the end, but pulled, you know, pulled down. They just seem to, to know what to do, Sean. They're, as you said, they've matured and improved great as a team as the, the championship has yeah, moved on. Yeah, definitely, Leo. There's no doubt about that. They seem to be improving with every game and yeah. um, they have they have, they have they have found a formula and, and a, a winning formula for every game in the sense that, you know, if they're down a few pints, you know, they're, they're still not out of a game. They never seem to be gone out of the game. They, you know, it might down three or four pints, but I can tell you the next thing, that a pint comes from around the middle of the field or from a half-back line or whatever and you know, on going in just 
tears up the field and gets a good point, which which he has done. He's probably, he's probably the player of the year. Ah, the there's no doubt about that. Yeah, yeah. Under under seventeen, there's no doubt about that. Like you, you just love looking at him. You know, he, he's a turbo engine. That's what I call him. When he, he gets to midfield, he just turns it on. You know, it's it's he's unbelievable pace, like for a seventeen year old. And Denny, I know he's your club, like, and he's playing cornerback, and we've all we've all he seen him play cornerback. I know he doesn't, but we've all seen him play. Sure, he's a brilliant. He's just an all rounder. Absolutely, yeah. You know. Uh, we call him a Rolls Royce now, Sean. Not a, okay. Not a <laughs> uh, yeah, he's he's a superb young player. He's a superb <coughs> player. Like all his underage, all so far he has played for Bradford. Has been midfielder and the forwards, and he has carried teams on his own. He's he's that good for us at club that you know. To sometimes as a one man show, he's so far ahead of the rest, and he's also so far ahead of the opposition. Some mm, matches yeah. he's gone out in. In, especially in the club scene now he's actually winning games on his own but he's a phenomenal young fella and great head in his shoulders you know and you look at the family we all know the family the father and the, the uncle was, uh, he's, be, he's better than the uncle he's better he, he, is it Stephen or Fingers <laughs> or <don't know>. no. <laughs> his uncle Stephen likes to likes to have a claim that he taught him how to hold but yeah, you, you know, they're, they're great young, young lads. I think young Hagerty is another fabulous hurler. Yeah. Uh, as I said earlier, Michael Collins. But the other thing I really like about this team is the work rate. Every one of them, young, um, young Arthur there from the market, right. he can pop up in a corner back position. Next minute later, he's up in the corner forward position. They're all willing to work for each other, help each other out. And, and that's a great thing to see, you know, and, and there's no... They're a team, they're united, and they're, they're just playing for each other, and that, that will make us a great team, you know. Pat, the Clare full-backline has been lauded, right? Gunning, Keane. Now, I'm not too sure what Owen Carey's status. He's supposed to be on the way back. I don't he's think he's teaching up, he's teaching up to yeah. start. You know, he, he, he was <coughs> the best full-back. Yeah. This Galway full-forward line has been lauded. Kenlon, yeah. Rabbit, and, and Nylon. No, Kenlon was taken off the last day. It is easy to say that he's going to be decided in that line. Look, it doesn't 12 more yeah, people exactly. on the field either way. But it is going to have a significant impact on the way the game turns it, out. It has to have. A, a, but as you said, it could be some other player or line or some other part of the team, uh, of the field, that you think, think could be decided at some stage of the game. But as you say, I, that, that full back line since the first night we saw them, I was fierce impressed with him. I'd have known Rowan Keane, obviously, from, from our club at home. Rowan is, is a fabulous guy altogether, you know. Uh, never played fullback before in his life. Was thrown in there at minor championship and has taken to it, you know. Uh, it's very hard to do for a young lad who played forwards or maybe centre-back all his life. And, uh, you know, we're, we're delighted with him in our club as well. It's a great honour with, with the two lads. With the 20s as well, it gives us a bit of hope for the future that we have a few lads coming that will improve our situation in Kalina. But uh, going back to what you said, look at Owen Gunning, to me, as you said, uh, we've agreed it's probably the best minor in the country so far this year. Even our Aaron Nyland is being talked about as the next best thing as well since Joe Canning. So if you if they are making a shot as they will associate the game, yeah. you have the best in the business from our end and the best in the business from the Galway end and that's got to be some battle. It means that it won't sit up for the hour I'd say I'll be open Galway have to move Ireland I wouldn't be surprised if the Duke is going to so they, they do move into the half yeah, hour. They do intend time, to move so. around, yeah. So uh look at you're right uh, big to ask for for Ronan Keane on Rabbit because Rabbit is extremely good in the air and Ronan isn't as used to defending in the air because he was always as an outfield player when he was maybe attacking the ball or maybe you know uh, waiting for someone else to make a mistake in there you can make a mistake Ronan is brilliant from the balls on the ground actually he's able to get down to it and burst out of it the same as going great pace but look at I've no doubt at all he has the intelligence to deal with that and look at tomorrow 
Gunning is going to score probably and Ravager is going to score and maybe Kellen is going to score. It's a question of limiting the damage they do. I mean, you can't stop top players scoring. So the whole thing is to limit what they can do. Also, the bigger thing, is, as Danny I think said, was if, if, our, if our work rate and our, the, our forwards work as hard as they can to try and cut out the supply going in, it's all about supply in the long run. If you don't get the ball in, you're not going to do as much damage. And uh, I think the clear lads will be hopping off the ground tomorrow. I really think they were, I thought they were nervous in the first half because of Kilkenny. And as we said again earlier on, semi-finals are a horrible places to lose games. And I think there was a tension there. Even the sending off, I think, did help us a certain amount. But as you'd expect. But I thought there was a bit of tension there against Kilkenny. We weren't playing as freely. So the only half I thought we were a little bit you know, hesitant. hesitant to yeah. what we're doing, a bit, a bit dropping an odd ball. I think tomorrow the shackles are off. There's, there's nothing really to lose. We're in an island we weren't expected to be in. Maybe two years ago, they said we wouldn't have been in minor island for 10 years. Here we are already. So uh, those two lines vital. Our best line has been the full-back line. You can carry from Cratlow, I think. I thought it was a huge loss. Rain is settled in there, do nothing wrong, and he's isn't a rain, yeah. And... Uh, his men hasn't been doing much either, but I thought Corey was superb. Again, Corey could, yeah. could appear, do his job at cornerback, and I see him coming up, scoring points as well below that night in, 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 in Shannon, the first day out against Tip that, that horrible night. So um, hopefully Corey will become a, a feature of the of clear teams in the future and, and very near future. But as I said, uh, vital part of the field, but I'd have no fears for, uh, for them. I think you know they've done so much in Munster already. And most of the battlefield as we know, so I think they'll be ready. They're going to concede some scores. The question is to limit the real damage will be done by Galway, and that's where we'll come out on top, hopefully. Yeah, I suppose the, the, the point for Patty's making really is that <coughs> I suppose we have a defensive setup, right? And no doubt the, the management will have a, have a big bear and, and a lot of plans in place for, for, for Galway on, on, on Sunday because. Um, you know, as Pat Henderson said in '72, you know the, the great Kilkenny centre half back. He said, if you cut out to supply from the full forward line, what, you, can you, you, what can you do if you haven't got the ball? And I've no doubt they would have they would have um, a plan in place for for uh, for that vaunted full forward line. But uh, and th- the difference between modern day Hurler now, as opposed to we'll say '97 setup, we'll say. Uh, we had seriously powerful men up the centre in in '97. Uh, Ken Kennedy, um, Redden. John Redden, massive men. Theorist half back line, Bino and Gordon Malone, and Stephon Fitzpatrick, and you had Mark Lennon inside in the full forward line. You know, big powerful men, uh, but. It, they, they, they're not dependent as much in, in the current system uh, as we were dependent on, you know, they were great defenders as such, but everyone can defend now in the setup, uh, in minor setup. You have to defend, you have to be, a wing back has to be covering back as a, as a, wing, as a wing forward and vice versa. And uh, as you say, you know, Gunning often appears above corner forward maybe, but there'll still be someone to plug his, his, his place if he, until he gets back there. And that's a real sign of a good team, good ball players and they all communi- communicate with each other and they all know what's going on. I think that's a crucial part of the of the current setup, and I think that that comes through from management because they they know everyone know everyone know what's going on and and they're queued in from the, from the very start. Uh, okay, they might have been a bit nervous on 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 that last day against Kilkenny, but I think that if they if they do throw off the shackles, go at this from the very start and start taking the scores and put put Galway under a bit of pressure. Which they haven't you know, been under. Yeah. I mean, if get up three or four points on the board, and and Galway will then will, will start asking themselves questions. Well, you know, are, are we good enough, or are we are we capable of, of you know getting back into the game? But I, I think if you lead from the front, that is the way to go about it on Sunday. And and Denny, you know, as Sean said, 
test out Galway. Galway have won all their games quite convincingly. Okay, the last day, the same as Clare in the semi-final. They were very hesitant in the first half, blowing towards against Cork. You know, yeah. I think people think maybe this Galway team being as invincible as everyone thought they were going to be. There's a, ne- there's a nervousness from talking to Galway. There is a nervousness in Galway about this game. They are very uneasy going into well, this they one. Are, I, I, and, and probably rightly so. You know, this, this is a very, very good Clare team. And and while they're being lauded, as we say, as, as one of the best Galway teams ever, but, you know, they, they did show frailties, I thought, against Cork. And, you know, they, they be hesitant or what. But there was there was chances there for Cork, uh, which they didn't take. You know, they could have been much closer going into the final 10 minutes. Now, Galway ended up very strong and pulled away very much so and didn't. But for 40 minutes of that game, Cork were in the balance. And, and, and I'd have to say, Clare were a good bit better than Cork. You know, and maybe we were hesitant against Kilkenny, but we weren't against Cork. So if we go out and, and, and we don't show them any respect, make them respect those... And, and and which I'm quite sure, uh, as Sean has said, the management. You look at the men you have. You know these men are well used to these kind of occasions, and they'll be, they'll know, they they'll have them set up, and you know hopefully we can cut out that supply time and force them to bring the likes of Nyland out to wing forward or midfield, which he has done on occasions during the year. So that'd be the 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 game plan. I would think to, to you know to limit the supply inside <coughs> number one, and and work as demons. Number two, you know. Yeah, and Pat, look, at the end of the day, it's anything that was we said that happened before is forgotten about. It's all about one hour or one hour and ten minutes <coughs> tomorrow. Can Clare uh, win the oh, minor right? No doubt about it, they can. It's, I think what's unusual about tomorrow in another way is I think the crowd is going to be a part of it because I think there's a massive Clare crowd going to go, I'd say. Uh, you know, followers are on a high now and this team has captured the imagination. We know there's a massive Offaly crowd coming for sure for the second game afterwards and they'll probably come in to they see a good bit of this. So it'll be, it, the stands the tickets are supposed to be sold out and I don't know how many other things are happening now. Like, that's an issue for players to deal with and I'm sure they will deal with it and I'm sure once they get in and concentrate in that game, they'll be only one team in their head and that's that ball and the men they're on and trying to do something about it. But <clears throat> the shackles off, I'd be really hopeful they'll do it. Look at it's not the end of the world if they don't, because as Sean said, we can't forget the development side of it. What we want is can we get five or six or seven players off this team that's going to be serious horrors, uh, well, serious player horrors, not all maybe making it senior level, but with up to up, up to 20 and then and, and they step. And that's what you want to see. You want to see players coming through that are able to match what's in the country uh, at any, in any the various parts of the field. And the cup is vital. We all know that. The cups are there to be won. When there's a cup in the stand, any team that wouldn't go out and give it 100%, you know, should, should be questioned about it. But I'm, I know they will. But even if the cup doesn't come in Galway, do what they do, win another another minor All-Ireland, it's not the end of the world. And maybe that's the, the freedom the lads have. No, it's not the end of the world. So I hope they'll go out and express themselves. I said the likes of Collins and, and, and Arthur and whoever's up front, Power and O'Brien and all these boys. You know, if they get going as well, we talked about the backs a good bit. They're scoring power. Fred Hegarty comes on, always creates a store and, uh, and surprises me. Maybe hadn't started maybe more games. He was... He was kind of the first he choice early on the year, kind of lost his place. But there's, there's so many other lads like that. Um, you know, uh, I just hope, I just hope they play with freedom, without fear, and I'd say if they play to the best, we'll be certainly in that game with five minutes to go, and that will do me. Sean, yeah, I, I certainly, you know, give give, give Claire a really good chance. <coughs> and in terms of development, um, 
you know, it's great to think that we have a Celtic Challenge team following up behind that team, you know, a separate panel, 25 or 6 players that, you know, some of them have been brought in now to the set up in, in the, in the, in the, in the uh, at seven, 17 level, you know, uh, and the, the way I look at this is, okay, as Pat says, it's great to win, and it's nice to win, it's nice to win trophies, but it's not the be-all and end-all of everything, because we have a bunch of players, we'll say 25 or 6 and on the, the, the minor team, and we have 25 or 6 coming up behind them, and I think that augurs well for the future, and uh, as I said already, it's important to keep our eye on the ball, because we, we don't we declare, don't we, we cannot let, let the thing slip because we haven't got the monopoly of talent that Tip and Cork, especially Cork have, and okay, Kilkenny is more smaller county, but Kilkenny will always have good horrors. That's the reality of it. Yeah, that's true, Danny. We slipped before, you know what I mean? We kind of took a eye off the ball a small bit and, you know, paid the price. And look at maybe a lot of just during the COVID times as well, things were, things were a, 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 bit, a bit different. But, you know, there's a buzz about Clare underage holding it and about Clare holding it at the moment. And, you know, your flagship team, the seniors, are gone well. The 20s were very good and, and we're unlucky to lose them once the final in a classic game to Cork. Yeah. You know, we are up there. We are. And, and what I like is uh, last year's minor team, this year's minor team, the 20s this year. You can look at them every day to go out and you can pick two or three guys that you'll say, we'll go on and make Clare senior holders. We haven't done that for a few years, I believe. We haven't been able to say, there's great hope that three of that team will go forward. And if you can get three of every team that will come out of 17, if we get three out of this 17 team, and three out of next year's team, and three out of the following year, well, you're, you're long creating, way, yeah. you know, long term, uh, you're, you're creating a kind of a, a great a train of, of lads coming through and, and a pool of talent, and, you know, hopefully they'll all have 10, 12-year inter-county senior careers and... Wouldn't it be great? And, and wouldn't it be great for us to be up there where Limerick have been for the last five or six years? Mm-hmm. Which I believe we're, we're well capable, capable of. Yeah. We're well capable and Clare are really going the right way about it, you know, and there has been huge work done. Maybe we won a couple of 21s back in the, the early 2000s and we we mightn't have followed through on it and, and worked as much in the development, but we, we seem to be this time now and, and it's not just this team. It's not just this year's 20s team. There's more coming behind them. As Sean said, there's a Celtic Challenge outfit. But there's also 15s, 15 and 14s. And yeah. You know, there's development squads. There, and there's great work being done. And like, you can pass Cahalo on there most nights and there, there could be 100 lads up there playing Holland. It's great to see, you know. And then they're the cream, of the, the cream of the county. And there's great work being done by the S&C lads. And, you know, I, I think, it was it Pat said there earlier, we're, we're, the, we're quite a, a strong... Team, on the 17 yeah. team, you know, mm-hmm. that's great credit you there to the strength and conditioning guys, which maybe we didn't put enough of emphasis in on five or six years ago, you know, and and other counties were. Yeah, we were playing, we were playing catch up. We were, but now we're we've caught oh, up. Yeah. I I believe we've caught up, and and it's great, and you know, long may it continue, and as for tomorrow, I have great hope, and I I fully believe that if we don't get overawed by the occasion. We're well capable of beating that Galway team. Yeah, we wish uh, Brian O'Connell and all the lads, and hopefully Owen Gunnan will be bringing home the Irish Press Trophy. That's the name, Sean, yeah, hopefully home, yeah. home to, to, to Bradford and to Clare uh, tomorrow evening. Sean, in terms of your time about development and 17-18, there's a big discussion going on at the moment, further down the down the ranks. You know, it's a discussion doing all the, all the rounds yes. with regard to trophies and titles at, yes. at underage and scores. Yes. Uh, about taking them out of the, the game altogether. Your thoughts on that? 
Yeah, I suppose this initiated in Croke Park a number of years ago to concentrate on the development side of things, and particularly at under 12, you know, there was a... Um, there was a problem or a conceived problem or perceived problem at under 12 level that it was the first year my Johnny or my Sarah were, was going out on the field playing and the fathers and mothers had to be had to be with them nearly nearly catching them by the hand and catch it and the other holding the other hand and with the result that there was a, um, it, the under 12 competition they actually did away with it you know and concentrated then on development and development only I mean uh, if you if you I'd say if you took a, a graph of the county of the whole county uh, of the whole uh, whole of Ireland and every county was done uh, I'd safely say that the majority of it uh, definitely 50-50 and it would go back to having an under 12 competition and have it, having it competitive but uh, uh, there seems to be a pool of talent or, or a body of opinion in Croke Park that say you know we, we should keep it at development and my own opinion is that you know probably up to, up to 10 and 11 I certainly would be in agreement yeah. I suppose the big issue is that it's important to, to, to have everyone getting the, get the game or playing the game of Orland uh, you know because th there was there's nothing worse than having two, three or four subs on the line or five or six <coughs> subs and get no game time it, you know maybe maybe the way forward is to guarantee you know every player gets 15 minutes and replacement to then and maybe yeah. on and off or whatever but definitely you know it's it's a huge issue but I think there's still serious question marks about the under 12 uh, ironically when I was in in, in Bourne and Oak which I was there for 12 years um you know, all competitions were 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 competitive up to uh, started at under twelve. Yeah, and we used to have massive crowds at under twelve co yeah. county finals. We they'd be, they'd be a bigger crowd at under twelve final than there would be at a minor final. Ironically, yeah. and that is the truth. You know, that's the gospel fact. But the reality of it is, you know, there's there's a, there's a, there's still a question mark over it. You know, is it competitive? Is it too competitive? Or or what is the proper way to go? Pat, it's a fine balancing act, isn't it? Are you, and yeah. you could you've been involved for many years with a, with a, with the national schools, and sure, you're you're come here at the same age, twelve or thirteen, and and sure, what two great days you have already the national schools finals above in the in, yeah. in Cusy Park. You, from the day you went nearly to national school, this is the day you want to you want to be you want to be playing in. You know, it is a fine line, isn't it? Absolutely, I come to that for sure because they're they're magnificent. Occasions, but I have to laugh there when Sean was talking about. I remember Lindbeck final below in Clickishman there. You were can't remember a pet. <laughs> and I remember the crowd was massive. It was a final anyway. And I remember the crowd coming in five yards, six yards, seven miles into the pitch. And you shout, shouting in front of one side of me, and myself and John Tuyan, if you're more from the other side. And we had skin and hair flying. And you won it on the same day. But the competitiveness of that Lindbeck under 10 thing at the time, when it got to a semi final and final, was massive. And in fairness, I suppose, it wasn't fair on less of 9 and 10. It was probably, kind of was probably Sean, Sean is right, though. At, at, at that age, they are yeah. too young. But, no, no. going back to what I say, every young lad, and it's been traced all the week on radio pros and podcasts and different things, every young fellow is able to count. And every young lad, whether he's 10 or 9 or 11 or 12, he knows the score in a game. It was only a poker round amongst 9 or 10 lads or a, tra a training session game or an actual match. He's keeping the score, and they know for sure. So young lads are very competitive. So I, I, Sean mentioned something I think would be a way around it. We all agree that having a, a panel of 24 or 5 young lads for a big club, maybe 18, 19 for a smaller club, and the 2 or 3 or 4 weaker lads never get on. They might get on if you're winning 20 points in the last minute for the sake of saying they were on. And I suppose, or maybe there's a good lad who is nearly good enough but not isn't going to win, try and turn the game for you, but he still wants to hurl it, he's a genuine hurler. 
it's sad to see them sitting around and not getting the game, and they will eventually say, I've enough of this. So I think what Sean hinted at there was, have, have well, under 12, certainly under 12, you don't have to maybe have cups and trophies, but at 12, at 12 years old, um, have your trophy and have your competition and keep your score and see who come in and lose. But at some stage of the game, the ref blows whistle and two subs come in, and maybe the ref blows whistle again and two more subs come in if you have them. And that way, there's an insistence you have to bring in the, the weaker players. And that's the way around it. But young lads, I mean, the school's finds are unbelievable. And I was only down in Bearfield the other day at school, and uh, there was a training going on, and we were there talking about it. And Kevin Kennedy was there, you know, Kevin Kennedy's 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 Kevin. manager of that my, we were, minor team in 97. We were talking about that, and we were saying, you know, these young lads at 10 and 11 years old, they want to play competitively, and they will put their bodies on the line to win, to win, to win games. And I think that should be taken out of it. But I do think... As well as that, the young lads who are not getting the chance, there should be a system whereby they have to come in. Whether it's a big game or a small game, they have the lads get a chance to come in with maybe 10 minutes to go, or whatever it is, and everybody feels part of it. And the other thing then is that uh, there should be, I suppose, a change of, a change of a culture with, with parents and, and supporters on the sideline. In fairness, you know, roaring and shouting at lads who are living isn't right. Uh, wouldn't bring an honour to the parish and all this kind of thing it shouldn't be about that how we get around that I'm not so sure uh, we all did it <laughs> we all still do it if we got a chance but um, I would still leave it competitive from 12 up for sure and maybe maybe 12 is the, the iffy line yeah. Pat is right Denny I don't think there's a play on young lads wrong, wrong at all do you know what I mean it's definitely well, I don't know do you want me to start <laughs> this song because I have very very different views of this because I think the road we're going down now under 12 now, we're saying we're about to give everyone a game. So in two years' time, we're going to say everyone under 14 is to get a game. Everyone under 15. What's it like now? Um, I think an awful lot of the young lads know maybe themselves that they're not good enough to start. It's some of them it's Mammy some and Daddy don't yeah, know but that's that the problem. good enough mm-hmm. to start. And they're, it, to me, the biggest problems in under 12, 13, 14 are not the players. It's yeah. what's on the sideline. Yeah. And it's going back to that club. Like, we all, we're all involved in small clubs. And getting lads to take over the 12s, 14s, 15s is getting harder and harder and harder. It's not because they don't want to do it. It's because the abuse they're getting from parents. Which, is, an o- which is another problem. I, mean, well, I, I think that's a bigger problem than the competitive side of it. Now, the young lads outside in the field will always be competitive. Oh, yeah. But it's mammy and daddy on the sideline. This is where the problems are coming in. It's what's going on in the sideline is the problem. And and look at the two lads over yourself and Pat when you were over the undertaking. And you were the quiet man, yeah. yeah. No, no. <laughs> but what I yeah. you're going to naturally enough you're going to be competitive for your team. Yeah. But what's creeping in now is my young fella isn't playing. So he didn't get a game. And if I'm honest, he didn't get a game probably because he's not good enough. But that's not what's happening. There's nobody being honest. They're going down to Sean after the match. He's after, you didn't pick my fella. Why is that? How, how can you justify not picking? And this is going on in every yeah, club. And, and it's called, as a it's result, called the My Johnny Syndrome. But that's, yeah. isn't that yeah. the kind of problem, Sean, really? Yeah, it, it is. And it's it is not yeah. the players. It's the parents. It I, I think they're a bigger problem. And it's we all look at... I have three lads now that they're not young anymore. But when they were young, well, but I always thought they were good enough. But I was also honest enough to know if they were taken off. Well, do you know something? You stand back and look at it. Maybe he was right to take yeah. it off. You know, the last thing I think we, a lot of us 
would do is attack the man over the team. But it seems to be common practice now. But and this is not just limited yeah. to profit. This is every club. This is the, the oh attitude yeah. is there. The key is the age group, I think. Let's uh, wait nine should be given games regardless. That's what's happening. Yeah, yeah, but I, I think it's that. 12 is the key. But the key you know what I'm saying? Will it go further? If that's given game with certain parents now at under 12, will it go when, further? He, when that young fella comes yeah. to 14, are they going to attack the under 14 thing. manager because yeah. he didn't give him yeah. a game? And that's my yeah. big worry about and that's a good point. Sean, another yeah. point, you know, you've been involved with underage for years and Holland for years, right? And you know, in your heart and soul, that some of the time, and this is a thing that hasn't been mentioned at all, some of the players are going to these matches and they don't want to go. They don't even want to be there themselves. Yeah. And and a lot of the time, these are the players, you know, and going back to parents, they're saying, why isn't Johnny or Pat or whatever? A lot of the time, these players don't even want to play. Yeah. And they'll be forced in. Yeah, that's that's very true, yeah. But I, I think, uh, as Danny's point, I think the culture has changed, though, from our time. And, uh, you know, we're all of the one vintage, roughly. Um, I said I said roughly no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> I, I did. Uh, but I, I, when we were when we were you know if, if we didn't yeah. get a game, we didn't particularly mind. We, we came the next evening and we trained and we yeah. trained harder. Exactly. We wanted to get back on the team. But nowadays, you know, there's an involvement from the parents and they want to. They're they're basically taking, they're making, basically, uh, you know, getting involved with team managements, and and, it, and and as a result, the club is suffering, and that's why, as Danny says, people don't want, or young, young people don't want to get involved. Number one, to play, but also it's harder and harder to get mentors involved in the teams because of that very culture. What I'm talking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Sean, what is going to be the final outcome here? Is it is it the, is the debate going to rumble on? Or what is the exact yeah, proposal I, I, that's going to come down, up? I don't know, but it, it is going to rumble on because, uh, you know, this this it will probably end up maybe a motion and convention, you know, maybe that's next That's I was year. going to say. Does it have yeah. to come to a motion and convention that's going I, I, to have to clear up the whole thing? No, even though, even though it was initiated initially... Uh, from Croke Park. In, in Croke Park, yeah, and and um, it was a Warford man actually. I can't think of his name now. He was the he was the main man of, you know, he wanted to to to, to you know, have put the emphasis totally on development and uh, basically he was concerned about the protection of the kids and the importance of get, getting them playing the games and make sure that uh, they all they all play, they all got a chance. They all, in, in other words, no matter what type of a game they were playing up to under twelve, that they they got X minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, whatever it was. That uh, So that was really putting the onus on the, on the team club management, and which I think w- was fine for a couple of years, but there seems to be a, a kind of a, a mood now, again, to certainly have a look at it. Yeah, and I suppose the debate has gone through, but we will debate that yeah. again in future probably. Pat, after all the weekend, last weekend's activities, Munster final, we never expected to be clear in Limerick, uh, <laughs> going out last Sunday morning, but... That's what has transpired. That's what has transpired by all the tip in our heads, I think, and uh, Davy and the Warford lads uh, put pay to that, uh, and, and fair play to them. I think, I think there wasn't too many, too many people disappointed that Tipperary got a, a little bit of a reminder that they're not there yet. But uh, on a serious note, look at, um, here we go again with our greatest rivals in hurling in modern days, no question it's, it's Limerick. Um, they had the upper hand, obviously, well, in terms of the last five or six years with their All-Irelands. And look at credit. You have to give them credit for doing so. They got their underage system going there 10 or 12 or 13 years ago. And it's, it worked up along. And they've, they've, they've done the, the hard work in terms of uh, development squads and strength and conditioning, the whole lot. And they're 
you know, they're getting the dividends out of it now in the last few years. Um, we're wondering on Limerick a slight decline. I think they are, they've come back to the pack slightly, but a Munster final in their own patch, uh, I think, is a massive challenge for Clare. Uh, it's going to be, I say, the atmosphere will be absolutely electric. I think um, Clare has absolutely no fear of Limerick at all on the field. Uh, Limerick have a couple of injuries. We are hopefully our injury will have healed up. Obviously, Conor Clear is a vital cog in our team. But um, no, I, I didn't genuinely think it would be Limerick. I genuinely didn't think we'd be playing be in Limerick either. I'm sure to be the Parky Queen for Thurlis. And uh, so there's two surprises already. So maybe uh, a lot of people won't expect us to win this game. So uh, maybe the, the third surprise will be that Clare will win the Munster Championship for the first time since 1998. And I think it's well overdue. And I think we're well capable of it, I think. Sean, 25 years, you know, to be a nice one. Yeah, to, to be yeah. a nice one. Certainly to be, to be very important, actually, to win a Munster Championship. For, for, for the group of players and for the management, obviously, as well. But uh, I, I, don't, I hold no fears, actually, going into the Gaelic grounds to take on Limerick I, I, I actually would prefer you know to take them on you know I see it as a, I see it as a challenge actually you know to take it on and I think Lohan will look at it in from that respect as well because uh, he loves he loves the challenge being honest about it now and and um, I, I think Clare have no fears of them. Okay, you, you know, I suppose we certainly didn't expect to be meeting them so quickly. You know, maybe may, maybe later on, but certainly it's not so quickly. But I, I think the fact that we have actually won over, won, won, you know, won, won the existing round that, that, that are in, the same, in the same place, in the same place, in the same venue, I, I, I think we won't have any fears of them. And, and I, I think they can actually do it. Denny? I, I fully believe we can do it. I just. Um, you know, an awful lot is going to probably going to depend on if um, if we have full team. Um, like we we've said, Limerick are in decline, but where they're in decline or have teams came up to them? You know, probably like be the board. The thing, the, the one thing that I, I don't mind the venue now. It, it, I wouldn't have agreed with it, but at the end of the day, I don't think it's it's to be all the end all of it. Because if you look at Clare and Limerick games over the last six seven years. It's now widely regarded as probably the derby game in the country. Mm. It's it's the best. The last two years, the best three games of Holland have been Clare yeah. Limerick. Twenty eighteen, after Limerick won their first All Ireland, we beat them Championship following year. You know, so there's nothing between Clare and Limerick. His styles are very similar. Both hugely physical teams, big men, and play at a hundred miles an hour. So it's you know it could come down to a hop for ball. Last year Limerick got it. So, you know, hopefully this year we'll get it. And, and we got our first win over them in championship only five weeks ago, ever, in Limerick. So what's to say we can't go ahead and do it next week? Yeah, no. indeed, indeed, and thanks for that. Pet, finally, before before we close the programme, does the small measure of an All-Ireland Camogie Championship starting up there in the, in, up in the Arabs Peninsula uh, later, on, later on this evening with, with uh, Down and Clare? And, you know, they need to win this one because we've got to win Cork coming coming after that yeah absolutely I mean obviously it's the game been a target from the beginning that you know Clare uh, should beat down and down hopefully and then we thought a few weeks ago that maybe we were getting closer to the Corks and, and, and the Corks and uh, Galways and, and, and the Corks and uh, all the other strong teams in this in this uh, Camogie Championship however the league final defeat to Prairie I think it was a bit of a setback the Munster final yeah. the Munster final sorry the Munster final Lost to Prairie was a bit of a setback. Uh, I think I was kind of we were all in shock that day below uh, the way Clare kind of seemed to just not be up to the mark at all. We can steep. So um, it's good to have. I suppose it's good to have a winnable game on paper anyway. And uh, it's an awful long trip up, I know. But I mean, 
players should be taking the lucky stars they have. They have a team like Down to actually try and get things right, get another win going again, get the spirit <coughs> going again, get a, a bit of a pattern of play going again, and you know get the positive feeling of a victory. And you know if you get a victory in your belt and you go into a bit of momentum, then you're you're going to the next game in a in much better frame of mind. But uh, um, it's a tough ask uh, for Clare to try and come out of this group, but. Down is the one that would have been, uh, would have been obviously yeah. Marty early on. Uh, although, one thing I do know is about all those northern teams in Camogie that even though they're not at the top level, they're yet very hard to beat. You know, there are Mayas, I've seen them there playing clear at, at junior level, and you know, your, your other teams up there, they're very, very competitive. You see what Schlock Neil would have done in one club up there in Derry Lake. So, uh, you know, you wouldn't want to take anything for granted, but I think Clare. I just thought they didn't look to be at the same level against Tip in terms of, of conditioning and power and strength and athleticism and uh, that mightn't be needed against Down today, please God, at the top level. But it's a stepping stone and get a win today and you're back in positive frame of mind and then you're taking on to the next step and who knows might cause a surprise after that then. Yeah, we wish him the very best. Very best 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 best. Best. Finals, we've got yeah. to talk about a quick word and your predictions on the under-20 final. Offaly and Cork. Offaly will definitely be no doubt be down after losing the John McDonough final last weekend but... Sean, they'll see this is opportunity, you know, with this a very young team coming up again, a much more experienced Cork team. Yes, yes, Cork seem to have all the aces in, in the final against Clare. Okay, I'll be, you know, d- d- only won by a, a narrow margin enough, but I, I think probably, you know, they probably will be too strong for Offaly. Physically. Even though, you know, Offaly team are a joy to, joy to watch. Lovely team, yeah. And the flair and the, and the excitement mm-hmm. that they bring to the game of Hurling you know the, tr- the traditional kind of type of game you know no structures no systems you know which is amazing in, in the current climate but I, I think Cork to win yeah indeed Danny it is a freshness about, about Offaly they're definitely held the team I know I you would I know you know for the 90 years <laughs> I still haven't forgiven them so look at yeah they are but um, I, I think that's a very very strong Cork team both physically and Hurling wise you know um so I, I would expect Cork to win it. I I won't say by much there won't be much in it and, and with that young screeny he's capable Absolutely. of anything about in the corner, you know, he's a he's a very, very good prospect but young player. Young player, yeah. Uh, you know, he was a giant minor final last year, he was brilliant like in the in that under seventeen final last year and you know, I suppose you could say they were robbed but you know, so what? We yeah. were robbed <laughs> in ninety eight. <laughs> Pet Corker off the in your I think I agree with Cork. I think physically stronger, probably having gone through a, well, I won't say gone through a tougher campaign, but you know they have gone through a tough campaign and, and, and they beat a very good player team uh, last day. Um, it's 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 maybe a year early for Offaly, possibly that may win in twenty, but uh, I think Cork have a lot of a lot of power, a lot of strength. I think Ben Cunningham is one of those guys that if he's, if he's blowing hot, he can do a serious damage. He can miss a couple of frees, but he can also do a lot of damage in the game. But uh, um, very impressive Cork team so far, and I think. Even though there was no joy in us watching Cork getting back to the top table at any level of hurling, as we've seen them doing it for decades and decades, I think they will be shouting and roaring and celebrating uh, Sunday evening. Yeah, it looks very much the case. But look, we wish all our Clare teams the very best of luck uh, the weekend. And more importantly, hopefully, that Tammy Moore will arrive home in Clare later on tomorrow evening. My thanks to Sean, to Denny, and thanks to co presenter uh, Pat McNamara uh, for the contribution in the programme. Thanks to our production team for getting the show on the road. We hope you enjoyed the programme and hopefully you will enjoy uh, our, the All-Ireland final uh, tomorrow from Simple Stadium. So all of it's is for me, Leo Dyle, for Scarif Bay Community Radio in association with the Arcrilla Union. Until we meet again, it's Bannock Day, August Sloan. <laughs>